All right, it's a, it's a special zuchus to be here on a Sunday night. Usually it's Thursday night. And, um, you know, we're hosting again. We're hosting or we're being hosted by Anisim, whose songs, his lyrics have taken people to different places. You know, his lyrics, his life, his essence, anybody who's heard him speak at all, we were, we were zochet to have him by the teen minion on Shabbos. And, you know, it's an unbelievable, it's an unbelievable inspiration that, that, that I've been receiving personally from things he's said. Anybody who was here or heard the Chabura two weeks ago, no one can get out of their mind the amount of hours of his bodhidas that Nisam had to go through open up a certain Zohar, a certain light within his life. And it inspired me to chazer over and to strengthen my Hisbodidus and my connection to Kodesh Baruch Hu. And his life is what his name is. It's a life of Nisim. It's a life where he's singing brachas of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. He's singing his blessings all around. And, that, and people know, those who have come, those who have listened, the reason why we have this Chabura is because we're at such a such as man in history where music is more powerful than ever, it's, it's, it's exploding. The amount of music, the types of music, it's just unbelievable. And there's some, some artists more than others. Everybody's good, everybody's tov. We don't speak negative. Everything is tov. But there are some who are, who are putting more of themselves into the lyrics, into the, into the niggin aspect. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu decided that they should become popular in the world. That, that was Tzashkacha. Uh, Some have more popularity than others. <coughs> and therefore, those who have become more well-known, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to listen. Because this is their Divrei Torah. These are the words of Torah. Okay, so I can prepare a nice, I can prepare a nice Divrei Torah. Parsha, this or that. Okay, that's my style. Other people, it's through their lyrics. Sometimes it's through the, the chords on the guitar, but each one has their style. So, so tonight, again, we're, we are resolved to have Nisim here, whose songs have uplifted so many people, and we're going to hear Nisim speak about a song that has not been released yet. Again, like two weeks ago, Rezocha, another unreleased song, which means there's so much potential. And we're the first, Mamish the first, Mamish. to receive, Mamish the first. <laughs> I listened to it only once and a half. I didn't even listen to, I didn't want to listen to it too much. I just wanted to get the feel for it. But we're um, Zoha, so, you know, Hakol Holechacha Harosh, everything follows after the Rosh. So, Mishlisham, tonight we can really be poel with our listening to Nisim and listening to the song in a deep way, and then I'll speak a little bit. Through that, it should, uh, it, this song specifically, as you, when you see these lyrics, it's mind blowing what he put out over here. Uh, it should inspire us all, and hopefully a lot of Klaisra. So, Nisan, please. No, no, talk, talk about, you know, the make of the song. So this song is um, come from a very, very deep place. This past week, um, I had the privilege of going to sit with one of, one of my favorite characters, Lipa Schmelzer. <laughs> and uh, Lipa, I just have such affinity for, you know, we did a record a long time ago that we all worked on. Yes, Lipa was there. And um, there's always been like this brotherly love, and I had such a cheshik just while I was here with the Muncie to just go hang with Lipa. So I went to go hang with him. He, was, uh, he wanted me also to come and put the fill on his son for his bar mitzvah, but for Shem, it's the big, biggest close. And um, the thing about Lipa, and, 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 and we were talking about just caught in Megina, me, me and Lipa, and just art, and, and you know. Every, everybody gets to see Lipa in that place. I have to hide and pretend to be like I'm normal. But me and Lipa, we kind of went into a zone. And one of the things that Lipa told me that he heard from Joey, Joey Newcomb, who heard, who maybe he's seen it inside by, by, by Rob Cook. And you guys probably heard it from Rippy. I heard it from Rob Cook directly. And I hope I'm quoting it right. But one of the things he says, he says that before the coming of Mashiach, that the whole Indian Nevoah is going to return to the Minagin, the people that are, that, that are doing the Nagunim. So it's very interesting because everybody already knows this is a relationship between music and, and, and Nevoah. 
that because Nevoa was the way that a lot of the Nevim were able to reach the Madrega in Nevoa. So, with that said, this particular song was a song that all these songs came from my Yisbeldi. This, that this song in particular first started with the music. I remember going through a few different tracks from a few different producers, and I worked with. I sort of rotate through guys, and when I got to this one, it was, it was another one of those ones where the where the music was crying. I couldn't hear what it was saying, but I heard it crying. I remember getting on the plane. I was flying from Eretz Israel, coming to New York. And when I was up there, I was reading Bayam Dachacha, but I was so interested in getting back. But I was just trying to, like, if I can keep myself inside the safe, and then I would feel like I was, like, not doing, you know, Bittel Torah or something like that. But this, this beat was calling me, so after a while, I just I gave up. And I, was, I think I was learning Bittel inside of, uh, inside of Bayam Dachacha. <laughs> And I, and, and I was built to the music. Mm-hmm. And so I turned it on and I started, and, and I just started writing the hook. And I started asking, what am I hearing? What am I hearing? And I'm hearing a cry. I'm hearing a cry from Hashem. That's what I was hearing. And, and I thought about how many times a person has said to me, you know, you go talk to Hashem, but you never get to hear Hashem back. I said, you do hear Hashem back. You get to hear Hashem back. You've heard Hashem. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, you don't hear anything audibly. But if a person spends enough time with Hashem, Hashem speaks. The person's neshama start to speak. They start to be illuminated. Hashem start to reveal to the person exactly what path he wants him to go on, exactly what it is that he needs to do in order for him to finish whatever thing he needs to finish or accomplish at the time. Hashem speaks. But if a person listens even deeper, a lot of the times that Hashem is speaking to us is from the form of Kedoshim. And if a person listens deep enough, then they'll hear a little bit of this, hear a little Ramchal, hear a little Nesiv Shalom, hear a little bit of Rabbeinu of Nachman. And all these voices that start to make up one and start to come. So I was starting to write this song, and I realized that it was too powerful for me. So I mamish went to the mikvah before I, before I wrote it. When I got off the plane, all I, all I wrote was a cook. And I got off the plane and said, I can't, I can't write this until I go to the mikvah. So I went to the mikvah and only wrote one verse. So I didn't finish it until I went back there to Israel. And I was in the studio and I was ready to record it. I was literally standing at the mic. And I said, you know what? I got to go to the mikvah again before I record it. So I went to the mikvah again and I came back and I recorded this song. And when you hear the song, it's everything we already know. This is Mamash the Tomer Devor, which probably inspired it the most. I just kept hearing over and over again. It was like a replay in my head that Hashem is saying, I'm Mamash giving you chis, and your Mamash doing Avevus with the chis I'm giving you. I'm feeding you, and you're doing chis with the very, very chis, the, the, the life force that I'm giving you, you're doing Avevus. And while I'm standing there feeding you, you're doing more and more. And Hashem is saying, but still I'm going to be there with you. I'm still going to feed you, and I'm still going to give to you. Why? Because Hashem just wants. He just wants that we're going to turn to Him, we're going to look to Him. So, that was the inspiration for this song. And uh, if you listen very closely, I have to give this away so you don't start thinking it's like a love song or anything like that. This is Hashem speaking to the individual. Right? The person in the shaman, you know, any person that's spent any time amongst Sifre Chasidis and Bali Musa is going to hear you know, very similar concepts to that which we, we've all been able to glaze over. So I, I didn't make it all up. I, didn't, I wasn't really sitting to have any epiphanies, but I, I did hit a moment with the shim and everything started flowing from, from the heart. So. Thank you.
Thursday, on Thursday when I, uh, yeah, that's good. On Thursday when I spoke to Nisim and I asked him if he could join us again because it was so, so powerful the first time. You don't know how many people came over to me. How, not, how inspired. Not from me, from you. So when I asked him to come on Thursday night, he said he couldn't make it. He, he had other things doing. But he said, he'll send me a song. He'll send me a so- he sent me this song. He's like, and I could use it. And I, and, I, and I quickly, I like to just look at the lyrics quickly. I don't like to look at it too much. I like to get a feel for it. And when I started looking at these lyrics, my eyes opened wide and I said, this is this week's Parsha. This is Parsha's Bechukosa. Mm. And I called him back and I said, we have to do this. Even though it couldn't be Thursday night, we're going to do this. It's like, okay, Sunday. So here we are. So let's discuss for a minute. So Bechukosai, the end of the end of Ayikra. <laughs> what an unbelievable ending, no? We get smashed, <laughs> obliterated, curse after curse after curse after curse. Seven, not seven, it's five sets of multiple just smash mouth musr. What's going to happen to Klai Yisrael if we don't listen to Kaddish Baruch And then Sir ends. Where's it, where's it coming from? Did Klai Yisrael sin? Did we do something so horrible? Was it just the ego? That was in Shemos. 
The spies are now in Bamidbar. What did we do? What did we do in Vayikra? That was so bad that we need this, these curses. It seems a little bit out of place. I'm not sure if anybody's thought about that before. We just get shocked by it and we just try to move on. We try to read it as fast as we can. Right? The Balkara just reads it as fast as he can. He doesn't want to stop. But where, where's it coming from? What's, besides the actual curse, what's the message? So let's go back in time to a time before there was time. So most people know this, but let's just chazer over. Is that before there was anything, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was infinite, Ein Sof, and His presence was infinite. There could be nothing else. He was infinite, and His presence was infinite. If you have a presence that's infinite, there could be no other presence. There could be nothing else. Now, Kaddish Baruch Hu, we don't understand, but he had a certain rotson, he had a certain desire for there to be a nation that would serve him, that would be Ovde Hashem, that would be Mamlichim, that make him the king, and therefore he needed a world. He needed a world, the world is secondary to the nation, Klal which is first, which became the reason for the world's creation. But he wanted it. There's different reasons. Shem Tatach Satov, mentioned the Ramchal, he wants to do good. It's un- a little bit unfathomable, but they give some reasons. Happens to be we're in the, right now we're in the, uh, in the week of Malchus. Right? This, is the, this is the pinnacle mm-hmm. of the sphere. So this, everything is going to be discussing about this union of Malchus. So Hashem is Mitzamtzim. Hashem constricts himself. He, he, he de-intensifies himself in some, whatever that means exactly. God is still infinite. Yet his presence becomes finite. Right? God is still infinite. That doesn't change. That never changes. That can't change. But his presence, the revealed essence, that which is revealed, becomes finite. And of course, this is from the this is from the Sarmakdoshim, the Balshem. It's just taking this idea to the furthest degree possible is that it comes out then that everything, every person, every place, every event, every thought, everything has to be Rebunashim. Because he didn't stop because he didn't stop his infinite essence. That's still here. It was just that which was revealed became finite. So with everything that you see with your eyes, that you experience a thought, a pleasure, a dover gashmi, a person, hidden in that place, has to be, has to be, they're bonishalom. It's just that he was mitzamsim himself. So he reduced his presence. So therefore, when I see this candle, I see with my eyes the candle, but with my mind, if I choose... I could see the infinite one in that candle, right? With my eyes, my eyes are in a place of tzimtzum, so I see a candle. Because his presence is constricted, so I see a candle. There's such a reality as a candle. But with my mind, which a Kaddish Baruch Hu gave us das, I can use it to say, this is just a manifestation of Elokus. And therefore, Weiter. Everything, every place, every thought, everyone, every event is the Ribbon Shalom calling out to us. Because if the whole creation of the world was for us to serve Him, and everything is Him, so everything, every place, every, t- every person, every situation, to the most simple things in life, to dealing with your kids' lunches in the morning, which I deal with a few of those, becomes Hashem calling out to each one of us to serve Him, to be mamlachim. Up here, with my mind. With my eyes, I see lunch bags. But with my mind, this is a Hashem. Mm-hmm. This is being mamlach the king. And the goal, therefore, the goal is to, in a certain way, reverse engineer the tzimtzum. Right? The tzimtzum, <coughs> or Kaddish Baruch Hu, is mitzamtzim, his presence, 
So I see the candle and I see the lunch bags. But we want to reverse engineer that. And I want to say, I, I see through this. Not with my physical eyes, that's impossible. Because my physical eyes are in the symptom. Don't trick yourself. But with the mind's eye, with the inner nakudas, with the pinimis, with the das, with the boreal masir, and he wants something from me in this place. And as Yidin, we were given this, this is, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Gaim have their own, they have their own Indian. They have their own Indian. It's imagine, imagine you have, a, you have a guy who goes to work and he works for some company, whatever it is they do, and he puts his time, he puts his effort into the company and he's part of the team. But so sof, this guy, why is, he, why is he there? From Drew, why is he there? Because he wants to provide for his family. He's with the team, he's with them, and he deals with them, of course. But his, mind, his heart and his mind, where is it? So this family, he'd much rather be there. He just, he's got to do what he's got to do. Mm-hmm. So, when a Kaddish Baruch who created this world, his mind and his heart is on the Yid. Mm-hmm. Of course he deals with the world. He has to. Everything that's going on in the world is also him. But it's like he's dealing with that just, but with his heart and his mind. Like he's, it's like a Kaddish Baruch is at work. Right? With the rest of the world, the Kaddish Baruch is at work with his hands. But his heart and his mind is always with the Jew. Everything that he's doing with everybody else, is, it's, it's just for us. Somehow. That's what Rabbi Shimba got in trouble for, right? So the goal is to be a seeker. To search. For this presence. To believe it's there. And then to go for it. When we uncover HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence, when we say, Zeh keli van veyu, Zeh, this is my God, and I will glorify Him. Whenever you say, Zeh Hashem, that this is the Boreolam, in this situation, in this thing, you're glorifying Him. You're revealing His presence. This way, you're being Mamlachim. So whenever we do that, that is, that is the Tachlis HaTov. That is the Tov that a Kaddish Baruch created the world for. When we say that the Kaddish Baruch created the world for Tov, because he's the, he's the Metav, he's the ultimate good, what's that goodness? Not money and fame and all that stuff that we conjure up. The Tachlis HaTov is when we reveal the Borei Olam in every situation. That you could connect to the Borei Olam in lunch bags? That'd be amazing. Only on Yom Kippur and Elah we get to, to reveal some Elokos in our life. Or Friday night davening. What about, what about every single second? He's not there? But the problem is the Tzimtzum. The problem is the Tzimtzum creates darkness. And if the infinite nature of a Kodesh Baruch is hidden, and that which is revealed is, that which is revealed is devoid of him, then it's, then it's dark. The light's hidden until you search for it. It's there, but you have to search. And it's not so simple. It's one of my favorite psukim. And it's everything Nisim sings about. Everything he sings about. Maybe this will be the next one, you know? This, this pasuk, it's, it's our whole life. If you're mavakish, if you seek HaKadosh Baruch Hu like it's money. Shlomo Melech knows what we seek in life. You ask a guy if he wants to, to make a few hundred thousand dollars or he wants to learn a black Gemara, you know, I'll get, I'll get to the Gemara soon. Even if you offer him a few thousand dollars, a few hundred dollars maybe. But if you seek a Kaddish Baruch like it's, like it's money, like a person, a regular stand person runs after money, and if you search it like buried treasure, you have a guy with a, with what's it called, a, a metal detector on a beach for hours upon hours upon hours because maybe maybe I'll, I'll find this buried treasure. He finds a few quarters, you know, a few nails. But maybe, he's searching for so long, because maybe. So if we would search for Kaddish Baruch like that, everything Nisim was just talking about. Anybody know the end of the Pasuk? Oz, then, if you search, and you seek a Kaddish Baruch like it's Kesef, like it's buried treasure, then, what Nisim just said, Oz Tovin Yiras Hashem. You'll understand the fear of God. You'll understand what that means. Let's just talk about the team minion. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go back into that. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Az tovin yeres Hashem, v'das elokim timotzei. 
and the knowledge of a Kaddish Baruch you'll find. This is like the most powerful Pesach. For those who are seekers. You know this Pesach, Nisa? This Pesach is a Mishnah. Yeah? yeah? Powerful, no? Yeah, yeah. It's everything you sing about. Yes. <laughs> so the flow of life, the flow of life is to be a seeker. If, if everything in life is calling out to the Yid, that means we have to seek out everything in life, every situation, every person, myself, my family, the people, everything, ev- everything. Pick one thing. Don't become uh, you know, overwhelmed. So pick one thing. But if you're not actively pursuing it, and this is where it gets scary, if you're not actively pursuing it, it's going to seek you out. If the whole world, if you believe me up until this point, that the whole world is the Boreol. And everything about the world is calling out, come Yid, come connect to me. Come serve me, come be Mamluch me. So we're supposed to be Makar Tov, we're supposed to have Hodah, we're supposed to see a Kodesh on the food we eat, and the money that we make, and the families that we're given, and the Shul, and the Rav, and all the Torah we're learning. We're supposed to seek all that out and see the Boreol in that, but if you don't, and you're not looking at that, he's still going to seek you out. If you don't seek him, he's going to seek you. The problem is, what's the problem? If you don't seek him out and he's seeking you out, it's going to be in the tzimtzum. If you don't go into the tzimtzum to reveal the Bore Olam, the tzimtzum's going to run after you. The tzimtzum's black. The tzimtzum's dark. The tzimtzum's scary. Because it's devoid of the Bore Olam in your eyes. If you ignore, if you ignore me, right? Nisim's words. If you ignore me, that's the beginning of the song. It's going to be problems. That's like the marshal. I love this marshal. There was a guy, unfortunately, he was stuck at the top of a building. Maybe you've heard this marshal before. He was stuck. He couldn't, he couldn't get back down. The door was locked. He was stuck. At the top of the, he's on the roof. No one sees him over there. It's too high. He can't get down. He's nervous. What's going to be? He's got no food. He can't jump. So he figures, you know, I got some money in my pocket. I'll throw the money down. People will see the money and they'll pick it on the lookout. They'll say, oh, this guy, we'll go save him. So he takes, he has a whole wad of hundreds in his pocket. He's throwing Benjamin after Benjamin, hundreds down, flowing down. And people are seeing money falling from Shemaim. They go to the ground. They start picking all the money up. And they put it in their pocket and they walk away. He's like, what? He starts screaming, hello. No, he can hear me. He's too high up. They took the money and they ran. So what do he do next? He had, there were some rocks on top of the roof. He started throwing rocks down at the people. And people are they start seeing rocks. Ow, ow, hey, what's going on over there? Then they look up. Because if you don't look up when the money's coming down, then the rocks are going to come down. Either way, you either seek Hashem or He's going to seek you. You seek Him, it's going to be hundreds. He seeks you, it's going to be tochach. It's going to be rocks. Got to wake this guy up somehow. He's ignoring me. And I designed this world <coughs> in a way that I have to be revealed. And he will pursue and he will pursue and he will pursue until you look up. Clole after clole. Even to recognize in the Ra, even to, get, even to recognize in what we consider bad, that's also the point, is to, re- to, to recognize the Kaddish Baruch That's also the point. But if you're not a seeker in life, you're not a mavakish, then you're just a complainer, you're a victim, and you're a blamer. You blame Hashem for everything. Why are you throwing rocks at me? What did I do? <laughs> what, what, did, what didn't I do? I didn't seek Hashem. I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't involved in the tachas of creation itself. Kaddish Baruch is always sending signals. Always. By definition of this world, everything has to be a signal, has to be a sign. The world is always pushing that way. That's the flow of life. So where are we, where are we holding right now? End of Vayikra. End of Shemos ended. We became a nation, right? Shemos became a nation. We discussed this at this Chabura. Not, not, not all of you have been here, but we discussed... 
where we're holding different, with, using different songs to reveal. So in Shemos, we became a nation, and we got the Mishkan. It's a pretty, pretty good sum up of everything. And this was a huge stage in the entire creation. Because before we were the official nation, and before we had the Mishkan, so we had the Avos, and the Avos were the greatest seekers. Avon Vino, Yitzhak, Yaakov, this is what their whole life was. This is why they were the Avos, because they were seekers. They went to find the Boreal. They said, there has to be. There has to be, by, de- by logic. There has to be a Boreal. That's what Avram Vinu started. And he went to look. But they were living, they were living in a world a little bit of a, they were living in a world of Tzimtzum, because there was no Maisimitzis, there was no Torah then. And they went on their Lech Lechal, they went on their way. Step by step, uncovering. El Ha'aretz Asher Ar Eka, the land that I'll reveal. The presence of a Kaddish at that time wasn't defined to a mitzvah. It was more open. And the Avos were able to find it. But when the Mishkan was built, the end of Shemos, the nation was given, because we're not at the level of the Avos. So we needed to be given defined rules, defined mitzvahs, ways that we could seek him out in ways that we can understand. So Kaddish Baruch gave us 613 ways to seek him out, to connect him. 613 pieces of advice, says the Zohar. Light within the Tzimtzum. Tefillin is clearly a light of the Rebbe Shalom in the Tzimtzum. But that was given to us as a gift. All of us didn't have that. They had to seek that out. But we were given that. So what happens? What happens when you're given the key to creation? You're given the items, the objects, the events that you're supposed to be able to take and reveal a Kaddish Baruch in your life. What happens when you ignore that? What happens when in Bechukosai Timasu you become disgusted? What happens when you live life, look at the Pesukim, this expression. You deal with the Kaddish Baruch what does he say? Multiple times, Bekeri. In a way of happenstance, you ignore him. That's what I'm saying. You're ignoring me. That's, what, that's why it opened my eyes. This whole song is about us ignoring Kaddish Baruch. He's calling out to us. He says, I give you everything. Wake up. I even gave you mitzvahs. I'm in everything, Hashem. I'm in the food. I'm in this candle. I'm in the lunch bags. I'm in everything. But you're not seeing that. So I'll give you mitzvahs at least. Start with that. But that's hard for people. Because that way of life to try to seek a Kaddish Baruch on everything that you don't see, that's called a chok. Right? What's a, what's a chok? A chok is where I don't understand the reason. I don't see it. It's not clear to me. In b'chukosai te'lecha, that's the parsha. In b'chukosai te'lecha. We have the, we have the Mishkan, we have everything, all the mitzvahs. But so, so, if life's going to be in b'chukosai te'lecha, it's still going to be a life of chok. With all the mitzvahs, there's still a lot of other stuff that goes on. We still don't see him clearly. We could slap on our tefillin and we can go to shul and we could do all the mitzvahs without a real connection. Everybody knows that. Everyone's got to be honest. So life's still a chok. It's still a tzimtzum. Tzimtzum chok. It's a, it's a synonym. So by, at the end of Parshas Vayikra, at the end of Sefer Vayikra, where the whole union of Vayikra is, now you have the Mishkan. Serve me in the Mishkan. All the Avodas of Mishkan, the Karbanas, tons of mitzvahs, Parshas Kedoshim, Emor, we have the Regalim. All of the mitzvahs, serve me now. But if you don't, if you don't go in a life, if you're not going to live that life where it's not so clear, that's, what, that's how the Kalolas start. If in the same place, that place of Simpson, you're disgusted by that, because that's too hard for me, I want it to be revealed, let it come easy to me. I don't have to seek the Rabbana Shalom, let it just be revealed. So if you're disgusted by that way, because you don't want to be a seeker, a searcher, a mavakish, machapis, if you're disgusted by that, then also, what does it say? The mitzvahs are going to be tigl nafshechem. You're going to be disgusted by the mitzvahs. Even the mitzvahs you're not going to want to do. That's what's going to happen. And if that happens, then all the curses come.
If you ignore me, if you ignore all the tov, then I'm going to start throwing rocks. And Hashem says, you know what Hashem says? I'll tell you what He says. He says, I don't want to control you. Right? He gave us Bechira. You move in the dark. Klaiso moves in the dark. We move in the Simpsons. I'm reading the lyrics right now. Yeah? You move in the dark because I hid my light. Trust me. Have bitachan. I know the way better. I know that life has to be where it's hidden. You have to be a seeker and a searcher. It can't come easy. Because I designed it. This was the design of Timson. And I want to give you everything good. Everything that your person has right in this room right now. Everybody's alive, yes? You could see. You can hear. You could breathe. You have clothing. I'm looking at everybody. I think everybody's got clothing here, yeah? Families. Parnasa, food. So that's not Tov Hashem? Everybody's always seeking out. I speak to people. I tell them, what are you, looking, what, what are you looking for reward? You think reward is a million dollars coming down into your anger? Reward is that you're alive right now. That's the schar. That is the schar. You're living the schar. You're living the dream. But you don't see that. It's a tzimtzum. You're looking for the next. I want to see Hashem's presence in, in the millions. Not in what I have. But then, but then you're ignoring them. You're missing out. Your mom is ignoring him. Right? When you're always looking for the next, then you're ignoring him in the now. Hashem says, that's a pretty big chutzpah. You know what chutzpah is? Chutzpah. Outside of here. Hashem's not here. That's what the chutzpah is. Chutzpah is, you don't recognize that the Kodesh Baruch is right here. It's chutzpah. No, Hashem's somewhere else. He's over there, he's over there. You don't realize and if you search me hard, you'll find me. No? He's quoting. These are, these are psukim. True alignment. I know you want better and everything is mine, but we'll share it together. Kodesh Bo says, I'll share it with you. Just say a bracha. So the Gemara bracha says, you could have all the food you want, just say a bracha. You could have all the brachas in the world, just be makir tov. <laughs> and there's a great line. And all that I ask, this you did not take from a sefer. All that I ask, that you're living a life worth saving. So Kaddish Baruch is saying to you, I'll give you everything. Just make it worth my... Just pay attention to me. Parents give their kids so much. You just want the kid to have a little bit of a karsatov. You don't need that much. A little bit. And the parent will keep giving. We're giving anyway. Remember, it's me who made you and that's a major. So my child, my dear child, we were called Bonim. When we were taken out of Mitzrayim, a Kaddish Baruch called Bini B'chari Yisrael. When a Kaddish Baruch built the Mishkan, he says, you're my children. This is the way of a child. You want to be an Evid? You can go and you can just be an Evid on the outside. And then I'll treat you differently. But a child, I'm always going to call to you. But what happens when you don't pay attention, when you ignore? So what's that? Now there's the second stanza. I don't know what it's called. Verse, whatever you call it. Yeah. Now the Tzaras come. Because if you're not going to see in the money, the Boreolim says, we start throwing rocks. And Hashem's saying to us, I know you hate it when you feel alone and feeling forsaken. Right? We don't like it when rocks are being thrown at us. You even blame it on me. Right? Kaddish Baruch is saying to each one of us, we blame it on him that we're getting the rocks thrown at us. But really, it's just your imagination. It's dimyonos. It's our dimyonos that we're not seeing clearly. Because there ain't moment or time that I ain't sending a sign. Everything in life is a sign. By, de- by, by definition. Everything. It can't be any other way. I'm skipping a few lines here. And even still then you refuse me, but I'm patiently standing there waiting, looking for some movement or for some gesture. I never left you, and I want what's best for you. And I know, it's a great line, and I know, says Hashem, I'm what's best for you. So if you don't see me in the tov, I'm going to be in the rock. It's still going to be me. Because I'm still what's best for you, even in the rock. Because so, so, you have to come to recognize me. So if it has to be through the rock, that's how it's going to be. Because I'm what's best for you. So what's the tikkun? So the tikkun is we have to recognize that we're the madrig of a child to Kaddish Baruch The end of the clothes say, V'zecharti is brisi Yaakov, as brisi Yitzchak, v'av is brisi Yaakov. And that's how the clothes end. Even after everything, I still remember that you're my children. You know, Nisim, you know Nisim's, I only heard because he had an Aliyah on Shabbos by the team in here. And I know, everybody knows him as Nisim. Everybody know his full name? 
Nisim Baruch. You know what the Rosh Hashanah Nisim Baruch are? It's a nun and a base. It's a base and a nun. It's Ben. That's who you are, no? That's what you're saying. Yeah. I'll take that. It's yours. It's yours. You don't take it. It's yours. But that's the... Indian is to see that we're a Ben. And a Ben is never given up on by a father. The father's always going to seek him in different ways. And all the father wants is a little bit of a turn. A little bit. It's not all or nothing. It's a little bit. So that's what the third, that's what the third stanza is. What will it hurt you to know me? Come see me. We'll deal with everything closely. Take it slowly as you want. So take it slow. Hashem's not pressing us. We put the pressure on ourselves. Hashem doesn't put the pressure on us. It's all part of our dimyonos. We kill ourselves for no reason. My doors will always be open. If you're coming to me, you're not losing. If you're coming towards me, any step towards me, you're not losing, but only gaining. He then he says, all beginnings are difficult. Call us, call us, cautious. Call us, call us, cautious. They are hard, okay. You'll never regret if you hang in. Please hang in. Cut his was begging, just hang in. Choose life. Choose life. Bechar to Bechayim. You should never hold back. Never let faith be an issue. Listen to what he says. Really, the closer you come, the more faith I'll give you. So you think, you turn around, you're like, I can't do this. This is way too much. But you take one step in the right direction, and Kaddish opens up a vista. He opens up something that you, you couldn't even imagined when you were on the other side of the door. You just got to step through the door. You start, and he opens up. He starts to reveal his presence, like Nisim was saying. Once you see his presence, start with the mitzvahs. It's a little bit easier sometimes. But you start to see his presence in life. You just can continue going. You won't stop. Don't be afraid of giving up on anything. Anything in the past, I don't know what exactly he's referring to, but maybe don't be afraid of giving up on, you know, on things that are holding you back. A person, I, you know, I'm not saying any musr here. That's for Kaddish Baruch to say musr, but people hold on to different things in this world. I don't even want to say anything. That's not the point here. They hold on to it. Let it go. So much better without it. Just keep moving closer, and you'll throw it away. You'll realize you could throw it all away. But never let go of me. My child, my dear child. It's a Kaddish Baruch singing to his child. It's Mamash this week's parasha. It's Mamash our life. It's, the, it's, it's an unbelievable, unbelievable song. These words. Sometimes, you know, especially when Nisim's rapping, sometimes it goes fast and you miss it. One of the main reasons for this Chabur is because we can't, if we miss the lyrics, we're missing the Torah. We're missing it. This came down from, from his Bodidus, a few thousand miles up, two mikvahs, bittel from beyond their kecha. It's coming from a holy place. No? So it behooves us to pay attention to the words. That's why we're here tonight, to look at the words, to think about them. We're going to listen to the song again, now that we know what the words are saying. And if Nisan wants to add some more of his thoughts afterwards, we would love to, no pressure. But let's listen to it again to see what we're holding. And the Kaddish is calling out to each and everyone else. And it should be Zohar Hashem to hear that call.
pretty self-explanatory lyrics. And uh, you me, I can't. I don't want to add too much because you know you should only add when you have a real chidushim. If I don't have real chidushim, I can't add too much. There's one line in the in the beginning which you kind of clouds it over a little bit. It says that you're living a life worth saving. I heard a beautiful shir. Long before I was Jewish, my my kids was listening to shiurim. One of the first people I used to listen to was Rabbi Y. Y. Jacobson. I used to listen to him on Shabbos. <laughs> I saw this podcast like, <laughs> that? Days ago. I listened to him on Shabbos. He had a shiur over there called an Oasis of Calm. I don't know if anybody heard this shiur. He told a beautiful story of a person who was inside of the Twin Towers and who was racing down as the building was collapsing and a fire fighter was able to grab this person, chuck him down the stairs with him, and then mamish get out at the very nick of time, the whole entire building collapses. And as he's laying there with the other person, and he says to him, the person whose life was saved, says that, I owe you my whole entire life. I owe you everything. What can I give you? Whatever it is, I'll give you everything. And the firefighter said to him, he says, I don't need anything from you. I just want you to live a life that was worth saving. And that meant so much to me that I put it inside of this record because I said, that's what Hashem is saying. Every day a person is sleeping, is one sixtieth of death, needs to go up. And we're saying to Hashem, thank you every day. Hashem's restoring on Hashem back to us every single morning. We're flirting with death every single time a person does something wrong. Hashem is constantly saving us. So he's saying, live a life that was worth saving. Then I gave another day. I'm living a life that's worth saving. And then I would skip to the last verse when it says, what, what, would you, what will it hurt you to know me? Most people I find when they are on the path coming to Hashem is the first thing they're looking at that's the biggest hindrance. They're looking at people that are firmer them saying like, well, if I start keeping Shabbos, then I got to give up this, I got to give up that. The moment that I start becoming more religious, they're already looking at every single thing that they have, they have to give up. So they're saying, what will it hurt you to know me? Never mind. All the kids, oh, I, I'm, ready. I'm really ready. You know, I, I think I'm ready to throw out my Goyish music. Well, if you're ready, you're going to throw it out. I tell all the time. Don't run into anything because the way with the relationship with Hashem, Hashem says, first fall in love with me. Hashem's not afraid of your favors. He's not afraid of all of your taivas. He's not afraid of anything. They don't scare Hashem. Hashem is saying, just come close to me. I just first want you to come close to me. That's the beginning of the relationship is just to come in. And he says, if you're coming to me, you're not losing, but you're only gaining. Everything that you give up, Hashem is saying, I'm going to give you even more. Hashem is saying, you think you're giving up something? I'm going to give you even more. And all beginnings are difficult, and you never regret if you hang in. And this is the next part. It says, really, the closer you come, the more faith that I'll give you. A person doesn't understand that the relationship works. And Hashem says, if you return to me, I'll return to you. But you're giving on to me, I'm going to give you even more. You, you're going to give to me. What can we bribe Hashem with? Rabbeinu says, who gave him a house? Who gave, Hashem gave you a house? Who can give Hashem a, 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 a house before Hashem gave him? You want to give him a mezuzah? Hashem says, I gave you the house. You give him mezuzah, Hashem says, but I gave you the house. So what can you give to Hashem? So Hashem is saying, if you come to me, I'm going to give you way more than anything. He says, just keep moving closer. Don't be afraid of giving up anything. Don't worry about giving up anything. Come with all of your baggage. Come with every single thing that you have. He says, just keep moving closer. And you'll throw it all away on your own. You'll throw this whole world away. And then you'll never let go of me. From that point, you'll never let go of me. Hashem is so confident that by you coming closer to Him, He'll have a power of influence on you and not the opposite. So Hashem is saying, just all I'm asking you to do is just step into the ring. Don't worry about anything else. Because Hashem doesn't want all the pain that a person has to go through at the moment that he feels that he realizes that he has to give up something. All the time he has this panic, this anxiety of everything that he gives up that he never is looking at Hashem. And at the moment that the person is engulfed and he falls in love with Hashem, people ask me, was it hard for you to keep Torah mitzvahs? I fell in love with Hashem. I was just looking for the next thing that I could do. What's the next, Hashem, what's mm-hmm. the next thing that I can do to show you how much that I'm in? Hashem, I'm all in. But the first prerequisite of it is falling in love with Hashem. So that's the explanation of the, the last, last verse. Unbelievable. It's oh, just yeah. one of the biggest kedushim of this, just to end off, just... One of the biggest condition of this, this song is just that to see and just to speak out the words from Hashem's perspective. 
You know, such a big Indian in you know, psychology nowadays, all these role-playing. When you mm-hmm. role-play, when you get into mm-hmm. a different position, a different perspective, things open up, things that you were blocked because you were just stuck in your narrow perspective, which is just, that's human, that's just the way you are. But when you role-play, it's just playing a game. Just seeing something from somebody else's eyes. Uh, you know, seeing, seeing life from your kid's eyes will make you a better parent. Mm-hmm. Seeing life from your wife's eyes will make you a better husband. Mm-hmm. When you see life from God's eyes, you're going to be a better Jew. So Nisan, I want to thank you. This was eye-opening, neshama-opening, which we zochah all of us to continue seeking a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Being inspired by music, and we should continue to hear more inspiring music. Thank you, Dov, for hosting.